Hi, this is Liana Bolden with Eternally Speaking Now. You've likely heard the saying, I can't see the forest for the trees, right? Well, I remember an experience where I could not see the desert for the details. <laughs> During a time when I was uh, teaching my son some history, we had to look up where the Sahara Desert was. At that time, I directed him to the globe and I gave him a hint as to its general location. Well, he looked and he looked, but he couldn't find it. I thought, and it's so huge, it should be obvious. So I encouraged him to look more closely in Northern Africa. Well, he still didn't see it. So I joined him on the search. To my dismay, I couldn't find the Sahara Desert either. Well, I just grabbed my phone and I was about to look it up online. And then my son exclaimed, I found it, I found it. It's so big that we couldn't see it. Wow, something so big that you can't actually see it. And sure enough, the words Sahara Desert were larger than life, written across the vast expanse of Northern Africa. <laughs> we had missed the ginormous letters because we were so focused on the tiny detailed words written across the globe. Well, I have to be honest, I, I love details. I delight in details. Hey, God himself enjoys detail, doesn't he? <laughs> Look at how specific he is in his instruction for building the ark in Genesis 6 and for building the temple in Exodus 32. Boy, take a moment and observe creation. You'll be amazed by how detailed God is in his creative design, utilizing a myriad of colors and shapes and sizes. Did you know that not one human being's strand of DNA is identical to another? in all creation, like ever. Oh, God's details bless us in countless ways, as do detail-oriented people, and as do big picture people, of course. In fact, God is as big picture as he is detailed, isn't he? I mean, not only does he know the end from the beginning, but he himself is the beginning and the end. <laughs> That's big. So if God is equally detailed as he is big picture, it seems wise to conclude that it's important for us to keep a healthy balance between the two perspectives as well, doesn't it? Well, let me leave you with the challenge. As we tread through the deserts of life, it can be tempting to create mountainous dunes from a tiny grain of sand. We can be tricked into running towards a mirage in our desert, <laughs> believing something's there when it really isn't. How about you? Are your dust storms so harsh that you can't see the big picture? God has lessons for us in the desert. I remember when my son was younger, if he got overly concerned about the details of life, I would walk him by the hand upstairs to get God's perspective. From the loft above, we would look down into the living room and notice that while we were standing down in the living room, we could not see the other side of the coffee table, or we couldn't see through the opening of the wall area into the kitchen. But from upstairs, we could look down and we could see much more around corners that we couldn't see when we were down close up in the living room. I believe it's important for us in our hearts in our minds, 
to sometimes just, quote, go up the stairs with Jesus and look down at our living room. Just ask him to show you the bigger picture, his perspective. There's always a greater purpose going on above all those details. Let me leave you with something really cool. One of the meanings for the word Sahara is dawn, D-A-W-N. I pray even now, however huge your desert is, that God would bring forth the brightness of the dawn of his light to the same degree of the darkness of your desert. Oh yes, Lord, may this be so. Matthew 4, 16 says, The people who sat in darkness have seen a great light, and upon those who sat in the region and shadow of death, light has 